Hello everyone, I am Antonio Maria Correa, your host of the Made of Things podcast show version of the thing that I do on YouTube. So uh, again, I will stress that um, Made of Things is a YouTube show and that I uh, it all actually started as a podcast. I also do um, podcast exclusive uh, shows, uh, episodes, I mean, um, they're both the same thing, but um, be- uh, on exclusively audio things, uh, some of them are coming up, I will tell you right now because I haven't yet, that um, I haven't posted some stuff that I did at Primavera Sound uh, the past year, um, which, uh, in Barcelona, I mean. And uh, we'll be having the band Lush, uh, the English shoegaze, shoegaze band, uh, Lush, and uh, um, White Reaper, This uh, these American kids, these American this American band, with uh, these cool dudes uh, that have been doing um, really cool music, actually. So, um, so those are coming up, and uh, there's more stuff that I haven't posted yet, um, and they even haven't edited on the video versions. Um, I've said this on previous episodes, I'm not going to bore you again with it, but I've had some uh, health issues in recent years. Uh, last year I had a wrist injury that kept me from editing as uh, often as I wanted to uh, at the computer, and um, and this year I've had some back problems, uh, some, some sort of herniated disc uh, thing, and uh, again, I can't stay too long at the computer i can't stand for too long so um you know still i do have uh, plenty of episodes coming up a lot of exciting things uh, some new bands some really classic bands um uh, and uh, and uh, and i'm trying to do these uh before summer trying to clear the whole thing before the next batch of music festivals and cool shows and all that sort of stuff so um and I, we've done really good things we've done really good things i would say stuff i'm really proud of and this show is one of them uh this episode features john grant um the uh american uh singer songwriter who uh moved to iceland um or iceland i mean <laughs> iceland the land land of ice, uh, and the land of fire, the land of water, and, and the land of lava, and the land of uh, Bjork, Bjork, and uh, um, yeah, lots of stuff, you know, Iceland. Um, so, so, so yeah, he, um, that's not his main thing, his main thing that he's an excellent musician with really, really cutthroat lyrics, I would say, very specific lyrics, which is cool um, if you come from, uh, if you enjoy it, obviously, and, uh, and uh, also, uh, uh, if you um, if you're into independent music and uh, because I've always found that um, you know after the batch of mainstream things that were in you know mid early 90s I would say uh, some stuff was uh, some some songwriting maybe it's not a time thing maybe I don't know um might might not be a time thing it's a style thing i would say but but you know it's cool that in some uh, more independent circuit uh, or at least may less you know mainstream uh, artist uh, artistry uh there's people like john who um really pour their 
hearts out in lyrics and in music in very very detailed and very specific ways so that um so that you know and he went through i'm you probably already know this if you're listening to this but he had you know he had cancer um and uh and um he, he um had a lot of uh issues with uh, his um with um, you know with his sexuality and stuff like that um so it all comes down to that um, I mean how you know how dense his work is and I'm always really surprised how it moves me in such you know an intense way uh, we addressed this during our chat we spoke at uh, Nas Alive uh, this huge festival um, last year uh, it'll be coming up in a couple of months, uh, again in a few months, not a couple, uh, about three or four. Um, yeah, so so I loved speaking to John. I was surprisingly, you know, surprisingly, some surprisingly, um, um, you know, I try to to connect with people on this show uh, whose work I admire. So and in this way, I try to make it as much as I can about you know the connection and uh giving this or trying to make it come across to people watching or listening to the show so uh so that you know they get a sense of the person and uh and the person's sensibility and the person's intelligence you know like an extension of their artwork that's without being too pretentious that's really what i'm trying to do so um so when everyone who's on the show is someone who in uh, who i in in one way or another admire uh sometimes extremely um most of the time a lot as a, you know i'm not a I'm not a, a, a well-known musician. I'm an amateur musician, uh, and I haven't had a band for ages now. But uh, but I think I you know I've always I've done been doing this for twelve years, and, and the way I go you know I I don't see myself as an interviewer. I see myself as more or less of a peer who uh, is chatting on a similar level to the interviewee so so yeah this is not this 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 doesn't just come from a place of reverence i'm you won't you will tell by my style that i'm not extra reverential but i do deeply admire and i mean in my chatting style i try you know i'm i ask silly stuff sometimes where you need to get serious and you don't, can't be funny all the time, but uh, this is this is meant to be an entertaining show. So 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 yeah, we try to have fun, and musicians uh, and artists in general enjoy outputs of creativity, creativity, and enjoy having this these fun chats. Like most of the time, interviews that I not most of the time, but really often, um, interviews that I do or, or episodes that we record with after, you know, with these chats with people uh, and with uh, with hugs. And that's um, something you don't really see. And uh, uh, but that's, uh, I think, 
a sign of uh, of people really enjoying it and that really you know warms my heart as a as a professional uh, so so and as a as a human being really so because we tried to connect and i think we did this on this episode with john grant we speak about madeline khan uh, i'm a huge comedy buff i love madeline khan rest her soul and um and and yeah um and other uh, other we actually go pretty serious for uh, a long time because we address some serious issues for like half of our chat and then things kind of kind of uh, become kind of crazier <laughs> along the way and we have fun John and I had fun I hope you have fun as well listening to this don't forget I'm not going to sign out sign off later uh, after this interview after the interview portion so I'll just say that that guys will we are on um, social media such as as obviously YouTube, uh, which is the main show. If you're listening to this and haven't watched the the, the video interview, please do. It's it's uh, the video episode. Uh, it's on uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, John Grant uh, made of things, and um, and uh, we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We also we're also on Twitter with uh, Made of Things Pod, and um, on Instagram uh, I post uh, stuff of uh, of um, we I should say we uh, <laughs> that uh, I'm not doing this ex- exclusively on my own, um, but uh, but uh, we post stuff uh, up there uh, on Instagram that shows that we go to in real time and stuff like that. So, so yeah, uh, please, um, please enjoy my conversation with John Grant at Nozalive. Live. Enjoy. Oh, and come back for more. <laughs> we'll be posting a lot more content. Content. Uh, we'll be posting lots more episodes soon. So uh, we have plenty coming up. So I hope you enjoy and keep coming back. And uh, subscribe to everything that I give you, my sweeties. Excellent. Uh, uh, thank, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. That's my pleasure. It, it, it's, it's, it will be even greater, I believe, <laughs> in <laughs> okay. a few seconds. Uh, starting now. No, but um, actually, uh, I should start off that by saying that uh, I was aware of you and that you had quality material and quality albums and stuff like that, especially with Pale Green, Green Ghosts. Uh-huh. But then you went on Comedy Bang Bang and I heard your songs and it, they totally hit me. And I was like, oh, this dude is amazing. This has has just amazing lyrics and the, the and the melodies are gorgeous but first how was it like being on Com- Comedy Bang Bang because it's usually a very odd show <laughs> yeah it was strange um, but I'm I really a big fan yeah, yeah I, you know I, I didn't know about Comedy Bang Bang oh. and, and then somebody and then after I was on it I kept hearing from people like oh, you were on Comedy Bang Bang that's so amazing exactly you know and so that but being on the show was a great thing I, I love comedy and I love weirdness and so it's perfect for me actually I felt a little uncomfortable because I didn't know exactly know what to do uh-huh. you know yeah. I wanted to um, sort of uh, uh, participate more but um, 
it was hard for me to be myself uh-huh. in that context. Sure. Because you sure. sort of need to put on a character or something, you know? Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just wanted me to react to these people as myself, uh-huh. you know? I'm, I'm seeing sort of, I've never been on Comedy Bang, yeah. obviously, but I've uh, interviewed uh, Meryl from uh, Tune Yards, and she told me that, oh, it was felt, I felt, she was on the show too, and she yeah. felt, oh, it was very strange that, um, that um, you know, you're a musician and you're not supposed to be funny, but then you can, can be funny, yeah. but then they're being funny for you, yeah. so it's, you don't know really what your role uh, yes. did you feel, did you feel the same? I felt the same way, yeah. Very exactly awesome, the awesome, same awesome, way. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And, uh, um, dude, uh, There are children who have cancer, yeah. uh, so all better off. I can't deal with that. Um, I can't compete with that. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, that I cannot listen to that song. I think without getting tear teary eyed. Yeah. Uh, it's really and the melody is gorgeous. And do uh, have people? You're welcome. And have people been not been supportive of you, or is any have there have there been any dickheads that have not been supportive of you? Because that's what it sounds like. Like, oh, dude, I have this. So, uh, you know, I know. Um, well, yeah, I think I had a really difficult time being gay uh-huh. growing up gay in the, in the environment that I grew up in. Uh-huh. It was a very religious environment that teaches that homosexuality is wrong. Uh-huh. So then if you, if, you, if you realize that you are homosexual, <laughs> then you, you sort of have to leave everything that you know uh-huh. and thought was important to you. Uh-huh. And it's scary. And, you know... Um, There was constant threat of attack, you know, when I was young, uh-huh. just for... But I didn't even know I was gay then, so there was sure. just a lot of negativity and surrounding uh-huh. being myself. So I sort of learned to... Well, I guess I never really learned to shut up, you know. <laughs> okay. But I sort of... I think I tried to fit in, but I couldn't fit in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then I think, you know, you, you become an adult and you get some perspective and you have to keep reminding yourself that there's some people going through really really difficult things especially I mean I can't think of anything much worse than you know children being molested or children having cancer or children being uh, you know having violence done against them killed you know so I think that's a good way to get perspective on those days when if you're feeling sorry for yourself or you think nobody has it as bad as I do you know you need to think about things and, and remember that that uh, it can usually be a lot worse yeah oh, no, sure sure yeah. everything has its own perspective but yeah. at the same time I, with that song I wanted to say but you are also important uh-huh. your problems are important too exactly because you you don't live in you know you don't live in a third world country you live in this country and you live in this city and you are surrounded by these people and you have these problems and there's nothing you can do about that either uh-huh. so you have to deal with your own reality too but I think it's it helps to just keep perspective but also remember that that your shit is important too yeah yeah I was gonna you know, say, uh, have uh, a yeah, good balance you absolutely because know? who's to say that obviously like obviously you don't can't put yourself in someone's shoes and know what they're if they're dealing with something that's uh, absolutely horrible yeah. you don't know but then again uh, who's to say who feels things in different ways uh, I mean who feels things the same way as you do maybe you know something that's very common uh, it seems like a common problem might affect them tremendously right right like it can be totally di- totally yeah. deep and uh, psychologically hurtful I guess yeah yeah, yeah. well absolutely I mean and it dep- it's all about individuals and you don't know how people react to different things. 
So, um, so I, I think the I think the message of the song is be kind to yourself, but have perspective uh-huh. too, because there's a lot of there's a lot of craziness going on out there, uh-huh. and a lot of pain, uh-huh. and you're not alone. And, and, and as an artist, like putting yourself out there as hard as as intensely, aren't you like writing your own fate in terms of what you're going to deal with from now on? I mean, the, like you, because you have to deal with that lyric, for instance, forever now. Yeah, but I mean, I, I enjoy singing that song, so uh-huh. you know. No, I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I love singing that song because I felt like when I wrote it, I I felt like I was expressing something that I always wanted to express uh-huh. in a very specific way. Yeah, yeah. Something that's difficult to express. Uh-huh. So I. I feel when I sing that song I feel like I'm expressing myself the way I want to for once whereas like most of your life you never get it right uh-huh. but when it comes to your music <laughs> yeah. you have a chance to do it just the way you want to do it uh-huh. and it's all about you and you can do whatever you want uh-huh. you know so but yeah sometimes it's good to have that freedom you know yeah. it's great I mean, sometimes, you know, if I wrote a song about a specific person, like a negative song, like saying fuck you or something like yeah. that, sometimes when I sing it on stage, I just won't think about them anymore. I think about, because there's plenty of assholes around uh-huh. to choose from, <laughs> you know, so you just think about somebody else, you know. It's, it's pretty universal. Yeah. It's pretty universal. Yeah. And just, like when, just like when people ask me, you know, some people say, you know, people have sort of, you know, like said to me, you know, Iceland has saved you, or you've said that Iceland has saved you, you know, and it, it has been very good for me at this time in my life. But I can imagine living in lots of places. But Iceland does seem to be a very good fit for me. Okay. But, um... Has it given you a, a sort of different focus now? Well, I think it just gives me distance. Oh. It gives me distance and, and calm. Because it's not a, it's not, there's not a lot of people there, you know, so I think that, um... They're mostly in France right now because of the Euro, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or they were, yeah. Funny and true, they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. until now. But uh, but funny and true, actually. Like, a, a third of the, of the country was at the yeah, stadium yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, It's crazy, but... Kind of dangerous for international politics if this, like, were, like, a hundred years ago, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to invade Iceland, it would be a good time now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, don't leave the door open like that, yeah. But, um... They've welcomed you, right? It's been good for you. Oh, yeah, they've been great to me. Um... But, you know, it's just life like anywhere else, uh-huh. sort of. Except that I feel, I, I, it feels a lot safer to me there. Oh. Because in a lot of other places, like the States and Britain, for example. Um, Britain is another one of my favorite places. Uh-huh. But I do feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of rottenness in the United States. And a lot of rottenness at the core of Britain. Yeah, yeah. From politics and class wars and poverty and rich. And in these smaller countries, you don't have such giant... There's not enough people to have a class system. Sure. You know what I mean? So, um... In some ways, they're more civilized, I would say. More social... So the society is more, you know, accepting of, of the humans that are there with them in that space, yeah. right? I mean, in the States, you can be shot in the head with a gun anytime, anywhere. Yeah. For doing nothing. For existing, really. just for existing, or walking across the street, and or looking at somebody the wrong way, or so it's always possible. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that leads to people feeling comfortable. 
I could imagine. Yeah. I could imagine. I've never actually been yeah. to the U.S. yet, yeah, yeah. but uh, Leonor has. Uh, no, no has. And uh, she's told me like uh, that people people just uh, like insane people on the streets like all the time, really, because it's because uh, okay. it seems like I, I, I'm not misquoting, right? <laughs> no. So because uh, it's just fine, like uh, what you would call crazy people, or at least there's a there should be it's just like a, I mean, there's a dangerous. A, uh, there's a lot of anger. Yeah. And I think my anger comes from. I think my anger is, has a lot to do with being American too. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I mean, there, there's a lot of. Um, it's sort of rotten to the core. Mm. I mean, I love it. It's pretty. It's pretty and beautiful. Uh-huh. And I love being American. And I I love going home to America. It's where I feel understood and safe. Well, not safe, but understood and and. Um, your brothers and sisters are there and their friends and your humor is understood you know cultural references and stuff like that it's never not home right it's never not home um, but I think it's so fucked up you know How many times does a phone company call you a day or something or a week? Right, right. Like, oh, we want to tell to give you this or whatever. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That, and that's the good news. That's yeah. good news. Oh, that's yeah. good news. That's a good part. Well, yeah, okay. just the constant barrage of advertising and craziness, and you know, like I was reading recently that the tobacco company companies there they still have the old labels, like the old warning labels on cigarettes there. Mm-hmm. Like in a lot of places, they have these horrible pictures uh-huh. on cigarettes with uh-huh. like people dying. And we just got that over here. You just got yeah, it here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, sure. And in the states, they're still trying to say no. You're 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 messing with our freedom of speech. But they've been lying. Uh, they've been lying forever. Yeah. They've actually gotten people to think that it's a good thing. That when anybody messes with their right to smoke, people are like, "You can't take that away from me, yeah, yeah. my sweet precious baby." Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. my right to smoke, my guns that shoot people. And it's like that's what they've done to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've made you think that this is an this is a necessary part of your life, and that you can't live without it. Uh-huh. And built in the addiction part, you know, and yeah, all yeah, that, yeah. you know. Exactly, exactly. And it's all perfect to root you. Right. And it's yeah. all like carefully orchestrated, uh-huh. even if it wasn't at the beginning. You know, it, it got that way yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as people started to understand. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to get off on a tangent, but it just—it's just like, you know, when I hear people saying, you know, you see, like on the Fourth of July, you see people saying, "This is the greatest place. America is the greatest country in the world." Uh-huh. You hear that all the time yeah. from people. This is the greatest country in the world. It means nothing really. It means nothing. It's meaningless because uh, everyone says that, basically, unless you live in, I don't know, uh, Zimbabwe or something. It means nothing. It means nothing. It's meaningless. I mean, it's just like I, I, I sort of want to write a song that sort of has to do with like, just because you accidentally fell out of your mother's vagina in this <laughs> place, you know, it's like, and all of a sudden it's yours. You own this shit. It's like I don't get it. That just needs some like uh, minor adjust- adjustment, and it's a lyric. Dude. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Believe <laughs> that's, me. That's uh, yeah. Uh, that's totally, totally John Grant material. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. that's got to go into a song. For sure. For sure. And uh, I should also ask you about global warming. Uh, another awesome song, uh, Madeline Kahn. How do we all miss? Uh, why don't? Why you know we all miss her? Yeah. It was just like we were just rewatching um, uh, Cluedo a couple of weeks ago because I was unbelievable in that. She's 
and Blue and Pluto and Young Frankenstein. Fire <laughs> flames, you know, like the. There, have you? I mean, that's fucking amazing. I just get goosebumps thinking about her. You this know, because I'm glad we're doing video because yeah. that's very true. I love that woman. I just read the biography. A biography came out last year or the year before about her. Oh, really? Yeah, and there hasn't been one before, so it's very new, and I read it, and it's amazing. You gotta read it. And on Young Frankenstein, but even on Pluto. Oh, young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Taffeta, darling. <laughs> and he's like, Taffeta, darling. She's like, no, my dress. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what the fuck it is. Oh. And the, just the way the delivery she has on, on Pluto, just re- saying, having random stuff happening in the back, like everything's happening and they're all on, yeah. right? Like, but you know, there was a lot of melancholy and sadness in her. Oh, and yeah. she was very serious. Yeah, and yeah. she didn't understand why people thought she was funny a lot of the time. Really? Yeah. I don't know too much she about just her. thought, why is that funny, what I'm that, saying? I, I'm just, you know, just being myself, you know. So I think, I think she was very, she was very, just like everybody, I guess, but uh-huh. very complicated, you know, person. It, she, didn't, she didn't set off to be funny or think, oh, I'm funny or anything, you know. You know was, that makes a whole, a whole diff- the whole difference. Like, you, you, I mean, people in comedy, I would guess, and even in arts, are always kind of not really totally adjusted, but that's what makes them they, what they are, pain. right? Yeah. Pain, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. So, you never really know. I mean, I'm interviewing, and I, I mean, I, now, like, but I mean, I, I, I can speak for myself, like, in terms of, I've ne- this never really went away. This kind of need to need to do stuff. Oh, you need... Uh, I need, need a Coke. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's the best... That's the best... Uh, <laughs> that's the best... Uh, gi- giant, uh, that's the best uh, Coke I, I think. The best Coke yeah, av- yeah. advert? Like... No, that's... They should just that. film it and do a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> ah, must. America, it never really goes away. See? <laughs> Coke. Mm. <laughs> Sponsorship. Well, I got rid of the real Coke, so I need something to... Oh. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Gotta have something... Something poisonous and horrible, right? I tell you, this has zero coke. This has zero coke. Zero yeah. coke. I can. I'm not so sure about that. I might have some real, some some coke. <laughs> yeah, it's probably got something worse than coke. In it. Yeah. <laughs> but have you uh, replaced any addictions with something else apart from oh, yeah. co- uh, zero coke? Sure. <laughs> apart from zero. Masturbation. Spending too much money online at Amazon.com, uh-huh. buying Blu-rays and books. Books is probably my. Okay, that's that's. that's I'm 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 awesome. sort of half kidding about the masturbation thing. Just oh, sort of half kidding. <laughs> half kidding. Um, but uh, mostly it's books and music. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. You know, spending money. Uh, even when food, you say that, sometimes it's, food, uh-huh. comfort food. Uh-huh. I like sugar. I, I quit eating sugar like two months ago. Mm. And people keep going to me. Well, what about that? And it's like, well, this doesn't have any sugar in it. Yeah. It has it has a different kind of poison in it. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. it's not sugar. You know? it's exactly. I'm actually doing the same. I started like six six months ago yeah. trying to cut down on sugar because I was feeling like it was blowing me apart, really. Well, yeah, and it plus it fucks with your brain. Yeah, yeah. Your emotions are just like. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I got to get rid of the sugar. Yeah. Well, who is this? I'm, I'm not sure. I've, uh, I think I've there been might f- be a revolution going on out there. <laughs> They're trying to probably. I know. I know. It's da- there's the dangerous words. Okay. One last thing then, because uh, uh, you're doing you're speaking to a lot of people so um, uh, today. So uh, we're just. I'm just going to ask you. Okay. So this is. 
this is for a show called Made of Things, also a podcast, uh, also on video. So uh, you know, the thing is, I haven't got, I haven't quite understood the podcast thing. I was always, yeah, I was always like, that's free. I don't understand that. Yes. I can just download that and listen to it. I don't understand that, and that doesn't sound. That sounds very suspicious to me. <laughs> okay. Like you know, you download it and then it like puts something on your computer that means that you're like paying forty, you know, fifty dollars a month or something. I just couldn't get the concept. Yeah. Like I still don't. Yeah, yet, yet. Yeah, I still don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. You do it because you love it first, and then yeah. you try to monetize it. That's basically it. Yeah. And first, you, first off, as, as with music, really. Well, I notice you're both wearing very expensive clothing, so I guess it's yes. working out. Yes, it's very yeah. expensive clothing. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Dude, uh, That's a good shirt. Uh, thank you so much. What do you, what do you call Paisley and... Kurnukopiers. Uh, uh, what is it? Kurnukopiers. Kurnukopiers. Yeah, because Portuguese sounds like Russian, I know. There you go, perfect. Really? Yes. I told I told I told you because you're obviously you know no very good. Как русский язык. Гурнокопиш звучит как русское слово. Итак ли? What does that mean? It says Гурнокопиш sounds like a Russian word. Okay. Yes. I it sounds like Portuguese sounds like Russian, but it's not Russian, so I don't know yeah. what you're saying. No, but Portuguese does. It's one of those languages that always tricks you. It's like first you think oh French, and then you think oh wait maybe it's Russian, uh, and he, and he, Hebrew does that to me too. Oh, really? Fucks with my mind. I always oh. think I never know quite what it is. Uh-huh. And Portuguese is the same way too. No, absolutely. Because I, I used to live abroad. I used to live abroad in yeah. Rome, and people were saying like, "Oh, you're from the Czech Republic, right?" I'm like, "No, isn't it obvious? Like, that I'm from Portugal, or sim- uh, or you would see, you could say Spain, but no, no, it's actually very, very Polish, Russian sounding. I do, know. Do people like Brazilian Portuguese here? Like. Yeah, do people love it, or is it like, is it cool to sound like you're from Portuguese or from from Brazil, or is it? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just uh, no one's against it, you know. So it's just a fact. It's you know? very whiny to me sometimes. Uh, well, you know, like. <laughs> do you understand that? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because they're just very expressive, really. So I know exactly. How. You do know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also don't know what. You're what is that? Really. It's just the melody or something, uh, or. Yeah, it's it's extremely melodic one. And, and the, the whole grammar structure is, is more dedicated to how you sound than what you're saying. And we're just like... We, we, say, we say like um, five times more words per minute than they do. Like that's just it. They just like go on and on with the, with the words and right. the sounds and the, vo- and, the, and the open vowels. She's your girl. She's I don't really like that very much. Yeah, I mean, I, that's just a personal thing, but yeah. no, I'm yeah. sure that when I go to Brazil, I'll fall in love with it because it's a giant place and there's tons of, I mean, the people that, uh-huh. like in Portugal, the people are so fucking beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. it's such a giant, I mean, like Sao Paulo. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Michigan. I never heard of Sao Paulo. <laughs> it's like one of the most gigantic places in the world, right? It is, it is. It is like with, biggest, with just like, it's like the biggest like, city ever. Yeah, it's like uh, a, t- a different planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, But I do think Portuguese is one of the most beautiful languages for music. Oh, yeah, it's very hard to write in, though. Yeah, but in traditional music it works, Uh doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Traditional music it works. If it has its own style, like Fado is is particularly for that language, but not so much rock and roll. You kind of you kind of had to adapt to you know the rock and roll rock rock and roll or rock music uh, 
metrics and stuff like that. Now it's been it's better now, I think. Yeah. But we're running short on time. I just to just ask you one last thing. Okay. Because uh, that okay, so because it's on made of things. So made of things is based on the assumption that oh okay, you're doing what you're doing and dedicating yourself to art because you uh, something happened to you to you or you read or listened to or watched something that made you dedicate yourself to this. Like oh, I need to do that for forever. Did you have that? And what was it? Maybe it was listening to ABBA. Okay. And looking to a- at ABBA when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Or maybe even Kiss. Because my brothers, I was seeing those Kiss albums. And like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So who knows, maybe it was ABBA or Kiss or everybody. I mean, I was listening to so many different types of music uh-huh. as a kid. But I did think that would probably be the coolest thing to do. And those were the people that I worshipped the most were musicians. Okay. But, or Devo. Uh-huh. Which is another one of my big uh-huh. loves. Uh-huh. Um... That made me very happy. Depeche Mode, Yaz. We called it Yaz in the States. It was Yazoo in Europe. Yazoo in Europe, yeah. And, um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I don't think it was specific, but okay. it, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's, that's good. Awesome. That's awesome. Thanks for your time, man. Uh, there, there, you still have a bunch to do, so. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. John Grant. Yeah.